from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. This is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Darn tootin'. Rick wasn't here last week. It was real weird. We had special guest Brian in the studio. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, again, we are still in the process of kind of revamping our studio (laughs) here. So any weird things, it's... Well, we're just going to apologize up top. Yeah. Because, yeah, lots of shit is going on right now. <laughs> Things. Things and places and God knows what. So, Who knows what could happen? I honestly have no idea. Like, new desk, like, fucking board is in a different spot now, and it actually makes a lot more sense the way it is instead of, like, trying to pile everything <laughs> up on books. But... <laughs> It's still just like one of those things where I'm like, I don't know. We got swivelly monitors. Swivel. Swivelly. Dude, you got a shiny ass hat. Yeah. It's the uh, Eagle Super Bowl champion hat. That is very shiny. It is. I didn't know that this was on there, but it's kind of neat. Yeah. It's like this like color changing yeah, brim. Like fabric. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So what you been up to for the last couple of weeks beer wise? Oh, not a ton. I mean, I've just been drinking beers normally. Um, it's kind of stout season, so I've been drinking a lot of stouts. Yeah. And porters. I went down to Common Man in Ellsworth, the old, the old watering hole. And, the old stomping ground. And I, uh, there was like two IPAs and everything else was stouts and porters. And oh, nice. Quads and 15% alcohols and stuff. I don't know. Not quite that high. Well, they did have the 120 minute there, and I didn't even try it. Like that's way too much. But oh, look! I think it's carved. We were worried about it being carved, and it's definitely quite carved. Yep. Which is good. It's a saison. Oh yeah. Oh, round two on the saison. <laughs> yep. That's gonna oh, happen. Oh, oh. <laughs> Just watched it creep up the the neck. Okay, that might need to be a little colder next time we open one of these. Probably. (laughs) Oh, yours might be a little yeasty beasty, man. I'm sorry. Ooh, that's fine. I can handle it. I'm an adult. I'm gonna see if I can pour the rest in here and let it settle out. Do we can get some clean pours? Sure. Yeah, that, uh, woo. All right. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, we got this, we got, continue your, your talking about Oh, that's beers. about it. I oh. mean, I just, there's, there's a lot of stouts and stuff. Um, other than that, not a whole lot that okay. I've been doing. So, all right, yeah. sweet man. After the Central Waters trip, yeah, which and... we touched on a little bit uh, last week. Um, yeah, but after that, I mean, I've just been chilling since. Yeah, man, good Not stuff. Much going on. Uh, let's see, what did I do, beer wise? Well, uh, yesterday, I went on a little beer venture. 
It was kind of fun. Uh, you know, hit up, uh, ha- had some hop slam. Hop slam. Or, uh, or hype slam, as it's known yeah. around here. And it was terrible. I had some, and I thought it was fine. Well, okay, so, yeah, terrible's not... I don't, it's sweet, and it's a muddled hop mess, and it's 10%, and yeah. it's it's just not great. Yeah. Like, for... I, 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 th- I feel like the it, it hasn't evolved in the 10 years that it's been around. Mm-hmm. And 10 years ago, it was a great double or triple IPA. Right. But beer has changed since then. Yeah. Well, and... I tried it, and I was like, I guess it's pretty bad for how much hype it has. Yeah. It's fine if it didn't have that. Like, Mm -hmm. I would try it and be like, this isn't bad. It's fine, but it's not great. Yeah. No, I tried it, too, and it was very underwhelming. Yeah, uh, and so Emma's, they're doing doing small pours of it, thankfully, instead of just pints. Yeah. Except the small pour is $6, and the pint is $7. (laughs) what is this so they're selling way more pints of it than they are of the short pours right but yeah i can't justify doing something like that that's insane man yeah like it's too much well it's good then let other people drink through it and then yeah they'll put something else on right maybe they'll get something new and exciting oh they're doing a pretty good job there with their taps though i agree pretty happy about it yeah um and then went to swinging bridge uh, I was with Carlos, and we're like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna stop in for one." Well, it uh, six beers later, <laughs> <laughs> we had to come back and run a D and D game, and I was lit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, no, it was like they they're putting out some good beers too. They have a a session brown ale on right now. That's really good. It's like an English brown in that like four point eight percent range. So. What, almost sessionable because you got to draw the line somewhere. I'd give that a go. Yeah, uh, that was good. Uh, they have a couple of uh, good IPAs on, so yeah, it was it was nice. Yeah, I gotta get down there again soon. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, other than that, not a whole lot beer related. Uh, brewing has been on hold the past two weeks because of the studio stuff, so that means next weekend I get to start doing that full force again. Yeah, so that'll be a blast. <laughs> Super excited. <laughs> Well, studio is a lot different now. It's yeah, it's hugely different, and I'm hoping we can get the the cameras working soon so we can start streaming it again. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's kind of the next thing on the list is to get the streaming working. So mm. go from there. Much to do still. Yes, <clears throat> so much to do. It's kind of ridiculous. All right. <laughs> um, what else do we have to talk about before we dive into our beer? I think we should just dive into the beer, huh? Yeah, I don't think we've got anything else All to right. talk about. So we are going to uh, try our Saison. This is our first rebrew, uh, and we have the same recipe on... What What do we have that on? What bug do we have that on? Uh, Brett. Yeah, I was going to say, I yeah. think we... Yeah, Brett. We, have, we have the Saison on Brettomyces. Uh, that will be ready to be bottled soon as well. So that yeah. is also exciting. So it's also why we rebrewed it in the middle. Yep. Because we already had to make something to put on bread anyway. Yeah. So uh, when we do the bread one, we'll taste them side by side if this turns out. Mm-hmm. And 
That, Which I hope it does, because the last one ended up in the bottom of the kegerator. Yeah, and it was kind of a bummer, because it was the perfect time for saisons. Yeah, and it was. now it is not. And that's, like, the least recommended way to serve a saison. It is bottom of the kegerator. <laughs> well, yeah, we looked it up. We're like, can we serve this, like, with a ladle or something? Let <laughs> <It was laughs> just least, unplug the thing. Least recommended. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so overall impression. Oh, uh, I should actually talk about our recipe first, huh? So we used eight pounds of two-row, one pound of victory, one pound of wheat malt, and one pound of rye, uh, and then one and a half ounces of Styrian Goldings at 60 minutes, and then we fermented with Belgian Saison yeast. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Um, and then, uh, overall impression. Uh, more, most commonly, a pale, refreshing, highly attenuated, moderately bitter, moderate-strength Belgian ale with a very dry finish, typically high, highly carbonated, and using non-barley cereal grains and optional spices for complexity as complements the excessive yeast character that is fruity, spicy, and not overly phenolic. Uh, Less common variations include both lower alcohol and higher alcohol products, as well as darker versions with additional malt character. Yes. Some aroma. Let's give this a sniff. Ooh. So it's quite aromatic with fruity, spicy, and hoppy characteristics evident. The esters can be fairly high, moderate to high and are often reminiscent of citrus fruits such as oranges or lemons. The hops are low to moderate and often spicy, floral, earthy, or fruity. Stronger versions can have a soft, spicy alcohol note. Um, Spicy notes are typically peppery rather than clove-like and can be moderately strong. Subtle complementary herb or spice additions are allowable, shouldn't dominate. The malt character is typically slightly grainy in character and low in intensity. Darker and stronger versions, whatever, because we're not doing those. And uh, no sourness, so we're not doing that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I get, uh, like, pepper and lemon. Yeah. Yep. Peppery, lemony. Like a lemongrass, almost. Yeah. It actually smells a lot like the lemongrass soap that my roommate has. Okay. I hope it doesn't taste like it. But I hope so too, because that would be bad. So it's a good not, smell. Not what we want. Yeah, I like that smell. A little fruitiness in there, like yeah, sort of fruity, but it's like the yeah. lemongrass. A, a little bit of pepper. Yeah, definitely the peppery phenolic. I like it. Um, yeah, no, it's like it's uh, very, very aromatic, but like it's all delicate aromatics. Yeah. Yep. There's nothing strong or overpowering. All right, I am going, well, yeah, we're not quite there yet. Um, All right, so I'm going to give this a thumbs up on aroma. Yeah, it's got an aromic thumbs up. All right, appearance. Pale versions are often a distinctive pale orange, but maybe pale golden to amber in color. Um, Darker versions may run from copper to dark brown. Long-lasting, dense, rocky white to ivory head, resulting in characteristic Belgian lace on the glass as it fades. Clarity is poor to good, though haze is not unexpected uh, of this unfiltered beer. Effervescent. Yes. Yeah, pale um, golden. Not, yeah, no, that light does not work. We gotta no. use this light. That light's no good over there. Uh, it's pale golden in color. Yep, pale golden. Sure. Um, um, yeah, that that head like definitely rocky white head that sticks around. Yeah, like in here, like we haven't done anything to this one, and it's still just staying. She's staying. She's staying, staying real good. Yeah. Uh, very effervescent. This one's a. A hit, a thumbs up as well. Yes, hits it. Let's discuss a little flavor. All right, man. Feel free to uh, 
skip bits in this ridiculously long. Yeah, paragraph. this is super long. Um, pro- yeah, I'll be skipping some stuff, but medium low to medium high fruity and spicy flavors, supported by a low medium soft malt character with some grainy flavors. Bitterness typically moderate to high. Um, no sourness. Attenuation is extremely high, which gives a dry finish essential to the style. A saison should never finish sweet. The fruity character is frequently citrusy, like orange or lemon, and the spices are typically peppery. Um, there's a range of balance. Um, hot flavor, low to moderate, and spicy or earthy in character. Um, balance is toward fruity, spicy, hoppy character with bitterness or sourness not overwhelming these flavors. Darker versions will do what they I think do. You can pretty much skip the rest of yeah, this. That's what I'm. Yeah, it's just talking about darker and stronger yep. versions after this. So we have a light version, so we don't yep. need to get get into that. Um. Yeah. So the like when initially when I taste it, um, I'm like lemon lemon poppy seed muffins is what I get right away. Like yeah. that, you know, like the, the, the slightly lemony and bready character. I've got a lot more bread than you. I think I want to let me give it a sip to that. Yeah. You got the clear pour. Yeah, yeah, that was my bad. Yeah. These aren't too different. This one's just a little breadier. Okay. Because it's got some yeast turb in it. Uh, yeah, so actually I got one of those. I should try that. Ah, yeah, lemongrass, man. Mm-hmm. Lemongrass. Yeah, no, that, like, it's like lemon poppy seed muffins, man. That's, um. Yeah. Um. Do you know what this tastes a lot like? A saison. Oh man, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, the finish is very dry. Uh, there's this like, yeah. really cool like so it starts fruity and then you get more bready in the middle and it just kind of fades out with like a little bit of spice on the back yeah. end. Like that back end has like the peppery flavors mm-hmm. and then it's gone. It's and just you're like, man, I could dry really go for some more saison. Yep. Yeah, right. I'm gonna that's give this a, a thumbs up on that's flavor. That's a thumbs up there. The green check, the old, the old, the old GC. Check. All right, mouthfeel. Light to medium body. Alcohol sensation varies with strength from none. In table version to light. In standard versions to moderate in super versions. That was weird. <laughs> Try however, not to burp. Well, yeah. Uh, however, any warming character should be fairly low. Very high carbonation with an effervescent quality. There's enough prickly acidity on the tongue to balance the very dry finish. Inversions with sourness. Blo- nope, not doing that. We don't right. need to worry about it. Um, yeah. This is effervescent as fuck. It really is. Effervescent. Just bubbly, bubbly, bubbly. Yeah, bubbly, and it's fantastic and delightful and delicious. It feels yep, like bubbles on my tongue. It does. And we nailed the mouthfeel and we green checked the whole beer. I think we're green checking this beer, man. Yes. Ka-ching! It's another one. Another one bites the dust. Boom. Another one hits the mark. Pre prohibition porter. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm trying to. I misspelled prohibition, even though like I'm looking at it. I've got it. Got it right here, dude. I'm I just trying to pull up the. I just do two tabs before we start. Well, you know, I was like running all over the place <laughs> before we started. 
You were. I was not in a good... Back and forth. I was not in a good spot. Why isn't this working? Yep. Everything's... Everything's changed, man. Well, we had a I'm, headphone cable fail, too. Yeah, so. we had we had a cable fail. Like, I was dicking with stuff, and this, like... <laughs> just, yeah. I've been down here since 8 a.m., like, just fiddling. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally spending my entire day in the studio today. It's great. <laughs> All right, uh, so historical beer, pre-prohibition porter. There are two uh, commercial examples. I was not able to find either one. Uh, one uh, is obviously, or is, is Yingling, uh, <laughs> and we do not get that here because, well, they don't go here. And then one is Stegmeier por- porter. Stegmeier? Stegmeier, and I've never actually heard of that brand. I haven't either. So, and I looked for that, did not see it. Um, so I'm assuming they're another East Coast brewery. Probably. Um, yeah, I, so, I don't know what that is. So overall impression here, um, well, and if I had been thinking, I should have run down and gotten like some Pepe's Porter from Red Wing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't have the time to make the 45-minute drive each way. Yeah, that would have so. worked. They do all that. but yep. uh, Anyway, oh. uh, overall impression, an American adaptation of English Porter using American ingredients, including adjuncts. Adjuncts. Aroma. Uh, base grainy malt aroma with low levels of dark malt, slight burnt or chocolate notes, low hop aroma, low to moderate levels of DMS acceptable, may show low levels of caramel and biscuit aroma, not or no to very low esters, light adjunct licorice molasses aroma acceptable, diacetyl low to none, and clean lager profile acceptable. It can be clean. Guys. It can be clean. It can be lagery. It can be clean. Mm. You good? Mm. A lot of there's a lot of stuff floating in that. Yep. In that saison. <laughs> ah, That's why I'm sitting. I'm sitting. I'm sitting on mine. So well, I, I think, and I think this bottle came from towards the bottom of the. Oh yeah. Of the racking. That would too, explain so. all of the stuff in here. Yeah. I'm gonna go but back most to this of this is settled out for me. Mosaic dry hop pseudo. Because delicious. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it for me. All right. It's a good saison. Just got yep. a little mixed up. Yep. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Appearance. Medium to dark brown, though some examples can be nearly black in color with ruby or mahogany highlights. Rich mahogany. Relatively clear. Light to medium tan head, which will persist in the glass. Nice. Flavor. Grainy base malt flavor with low levels of chocolate or burnt black malt notes, along with low levels of caramel, biscuit, licorice, and toast notes. <clears throat> Corn or DMS flavor acceptable at low to moderate levels. American hot bitterness low to moderate, and American hot flavor low to none. Balance is typically even between the malt and the hops, with a moderate dry finish. Don't look at me. Don't look at me like that. Just waiting. Do you want me to just... What? No, no, no. I, I got it. Working on something. No, I was just I was starting the recipe. Uh, medium light to medium body, moderate carbonation, low to moderate creaminess, may have slight astringency from dark malts. Oh, interesting. Uh, Cummins. Also sometimes known as Pennsylvania Porter or East Coast Porter. I'm assuming that's because Yingling's from Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. So. And I'm, I'm guessing... The mo the majority of them were brewed in in on the east coast. I suppose I could, I could be wrong. 
I guess that would make sense in America with porters, because typically porters were... Yeah. Yeah, like that kind of grain and stuff. The Quaker grains. The Quaker grains? Like the Quaker oats? I, I bet they used Quaker oats in it at one they point. Did. Well, probably not. I don't know. Well, I don't know. We're going to find out when we get to uh, <laughs> characteristic Well, you can. I know there's oatmeal porters and stuff. Um. Anyway. I'm up, right? Or are you up? Well, I, I'll just do this while you do the recipe if you want. Well, did we, we did history, right? I did history. Commercially brewed in Philadelphia. No. Uh, I did comments. Yeah, I'll do history. Commercially brewed in Philadelphia during the Revolutionary Period, the beer gained wide acceptance in the newly formed Mid-Atlantic states and was endorsed by our hero, President George motherfucking Washington. (laughs) The show gets you fucked up. (laughs) I love it. I I, I soak my teeth in it every night. (laughs) Presidential seal of approval. All right. Some characteristic ingredients here that we'll be throwing in our recipe. Two and six row malt, or a combination of both, are used. Along with low percentages of dark malts, including black, chocolate, and brown malt, roasted barley is not typically used. No roasted barley. No roasted barley. Okay. Adjuncts are acceptable, including corn, brewer's licorice, molasses, and Porterine, and I don't know what that is. I'm looking it up right now because I'm really (laughs) curious. Porterine. More historical versions will have up to 20% adjuncts. Holy crap. That's a lot. That is. Lager or ale yeast. Emphasis on historical or traditional American bittering hops. Cluster Willamette Cascade, though finishing and flavor hops may vary. Porterine, Um, you're looking that up. It is... Well, so there's not, like, a good thing on here, but uh, there's a brewing supply called Porterine. It's like Weirman's uh, Cinnamar, a dark cereal extract that is used to change the color of beer. Hmm. Similarly, I've been told that Yingling uses Porterine to change the color of traditional lager, um, and that Yingling Porter is mostly dark thanks to the use of Porterine. Huh. I wonder if, like, Northern Brewer, do you have Porterine? We'll try it. Style comparison. Smoother and less hoppy bitter than modern American porter. Uh, Less caramely than an English porter with more of an adjunct lager character. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Vital statistics. 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 IBUs 20 to 30. An SRM range 18 to 30. OG 1046 to 1060, final gravity 1010 to 1016, and an ABV of 4.5 to 6.0. And as we discussed, the Stegmeier Porter and the Yingling Porter are the two commercial examples that are listed. <clears throat> so it seems like, yeah, smoother and less hoppy bitter. Hmm. It'll be interesting. Okay. It's a lot of adjuncts. Twenty percent. Well, we're we're gonna. We're oh, up to though. We don't have to, to do yeah. that. We don't <laughs> have to, but we can. Oh, wait, we probably shouldn't though. You're right. We shouldn't. Because we're not used to using twenty percent right. adjuncts. In you wanna beer. you wanna roll over those vital statistics again for mm-hmm. me one more time? Let's look for some IBUs twenty to thirty, SRM eighteen to thirty. 
OG of 1046 to 1060, vinyl gravity 1010 to 1016, and an ABV of 4.5 to 6.0. Okay. That's what we want. I'm way over there. Hang on. Well, buddy. Well, buddy, bring it down. Three. And then. What's our SRM range? Perfect. Perfect. Do we want to go darker or do we want to go lighter on the. I don't know. I guess uh, you know, color doesn't really matter that yeah, much to me. Yeah, but it's it's fun. Like I, uh, I don't know. Two. But I mean, just to me personally, I don't really care. Like as long as we're within the range, I'm happy. All right. So, well, that's that's <clears throat> twenty and a half percent. That seems like too many adjuncts. Yeah. Well, we got to go down just a bit. Yep. So if we do one point five. That brings it well. Or hang on, let's do this. We've got some OG. thinking going on. If we bump this up, there we go. That brings us down to eighteen point six. And I cut, kept mostly whole numbers. I like this. All right, uh, hops, <laughs> hops. Um, should we just do cluster? Yeah, I was thinking that because we haven't used that. Uh, we're using it in the so. You you missed the episode, and I'll have to show you the recipe for the uh, the Kentucky Common. Oh, okay. That one, it's <laughs> that's a recipe. <laughs> I'll take a look at it when we're done. Yeah, let's use some cluster. All right, cluster. Um, I'm trying to think. We don't want anything super bit or super hoppy, right? No. Like IBUs are pretty low. IBUs twenty to thirty. Not super low, but, you know, we don't right. want too much. So power. if I use an ounce of cluster at 60 minutes, that gives us 25 IBUs. <clears throat> and then, okay. All right, so the yeast now, this is going to be an interesting thing. Um, so yeah. I Lager, feel like right. we almost want to use an English ale yeast. Because thinking back on, like, the yeast that they would have been using at the time... They probably would have been going using well, but I don't. I, don't I, I feel like there's going to be some sort of yeast character there, wouldn't you? Yeah. Back in those days, there would have been character from the yeast for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to use 1056. Yeah, because that'll be too clean. But we should almost use an Amer like maybe an American ale yeast of. Uh, but man, an English, like an like a like an like a London ale, but that might make it too. Englishy, and we yeah. might fall too close to the English porter. Yeah, probably should probably try to figure something else out. Uh, hmm. What does Y yeast recommend? All right, Y yeast. What do you got here? It says California or Bohemian lager. Bales. For uh, for pre-prohibition? Yeah. Pre-prohibition porter. We could go for California lager. We're using we're actually using that for our uh, for the, the the Kentucky Common too. It's a good it's a good yeast like especially if you're going for that historic. Yeah, let's use that. Let's use Cal lager. Yeah, I I mean that makes sense because their yeast wouldn't be super diverse. Yep. 
back in the in the days. Back in the day. All right, so we have all right um, an OG of 1055. Um, IBUs of 25, SRM of 25, with um, an ABV about like 5.1 percent. That works for me, man. All right. Um, so recipe is five pounds of US two row, three pounds of US six row, two pounds of flaked corn. Uh, half a pound of chocolate malt and 0.25 pounds of black malt. Cool. Uh, then we're going to use an ounce of cluster at 60 minutes and then ferment with California lager yeast at ale temperatures. Sounds good to me. Saving that. That is locked and loaded. <clears throat> Lock and loaded. Do, 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 do. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think we have anything else to talk about. Oh, we always have something else to talk about. We should oh. probably just save it for another episode. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week, and I hope you enjoyed the show. I really do. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindinstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindinstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.